Good morning, everyone. How are we doing this morning? <laughs> Welcome to our Sunday morning devotion time. It's been a while since I've had to do one of these. It's been so long, I was supposed to go last week and didn't realize it. So uh, I apologize for that. So allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is not Slim Shady. It's Jacob Dolezal. I'm one of your elders here at Pierce Point. And as Nathan shared a couple weeks ago, our current devotion series is going to be going over what we believe. This week, I have the pleasure of talking about the scripture. Now, it's funny, as I prepare for messages and devotions, I always go back and flip through the old devotions that I've done, seeing if there's any scripture that I would like to use. And it's funny, because as I was flipping through, when Nathan had first done the deacons in training, it was me and Sean Dick. And this all started because he had us do writing doctrine to prove that we could figure out what the Bible said about different topics. Well, the first topic that he had Sean and I do a doctrine on was the scripture. So it's a kind of this full circle thing today. So what do we believe about the scripture? Now, on our website, we have this statement that says, we believe the Holy Scriptures consisting of the 66 books of the Old and New Testament are equally and fully the verbally inspired word of God, inerrant in the original writings concerning historical and scientific facts, infallible in moral and spiritual teachings, and being God-breathed are, and being God-breathed are God's complete and final revelation. They are the final authority for faith and life, containing all things necessary for salvation and for our practical instruction. This morning, we are going to look at some verses and see how we get to this conclusion and talk about what this means for us. Now, in our PPCC statement, we see that the Word of God is inspired. Now, what does that mean? In this context, it quite simply means God-breathed. What we're saying is God divinely influenced the human authors of the scripture in such a way that they wrote what they wrote was the word of God. Our main verse that we're going to be talking about is 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. And that says, All scripture is inspired by God and beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man or woman of God may be fully capable, equipped for every good work. The scripture is telling us that all scripture is inspired and useful to us. This means not just the big stories or big lessons, but all of it from Genesis to Revelation is useful. Now, because we've established that this is all from God, then that gives it authority to use for teaching, for correcting, for training up, for rebuking, children and adults alike. So with that being established, let's look at some verses of Scripture to see what it says about itself. The first one we're going to look at is Psalm 12, 6. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, filtered seven times. 
Now, I want you to think about God for a second and ask yourself, does he seem like the type of being that would just carelessly use fickle words like I'm doing right now to express his message? No, not at all. Pure words like refined silver. When was the last time you had someone in authority using what you would define as pure words? I can't think of it. The next time, the next verse that I want to look at is Hebrews 4:12. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, even penetrating as far as the division of soul and spirit, for both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. This verse is showing us that the scripture gives us everything we need to know the difference between are truly good acts, and those that are actually selfish in nature. I think many who have studied the word can say, can feel this verse. You're looking through the Bible. You're going to prove to somebody that this long-held belief that you've had is true. You get to the verse, and you realize it does not mean what you thought it meant. You feel that cold steel of the sword slicing right through you. Truth can be very hard for people. Okay, that's great, Jacob. The word of God is inspired and has authority. What does this mean for you and for me on like an everyday level? Well, the answer is simple. It means everything. Nathan ended the last devotional with Psalm 119.105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word of God is here to help us live this life. Think back to the Timothy verse. The scripture is good for teaching, which I'm using now and everyone uses every Sunday to share. The scripture is good for correction. When I was a child, my parents just didn't use the Bible for thumping. We used the inside too. Sorry. Got me more than I thought about him. The scripture is good for training. When Nathan was taking myself and other young men under his wing to disciple us, he used the word of God to show us the path that we needed to walk. The ending of the verse really does sum it up for us, though, so that men and women of God may be capable and equipped for every good work. He gave us everything we need to be, become mature believers and to be equipped for every situation. I'd say that works on an everyday level. How about you guys? You agree? I got some head nods. Thank you for participating. So kind of a random note. Um, recently, I decided to reread a book series that I had loved as a high school student. And I loved, I loved everything about it so much, except for the ending. I always felt it was lacking. And I'm not going to go into spoilers for certain people's sake. But as an adult, rereading it, I got to the ending and I was like, all right, here it comes. Part that I'm always disappointed with. And now that I've lived more life and uh, have more experience, I was able to see the beauty in the actual ending in a way that the teenage version of me just could never get. I bring this up because the word of God is so much richer and deeper than that series. 
No matter how many times you read it, you can go back to it and come away with a new revelation that just couldn't, you didn't see before. You're always in a different framework in your mind. As we grow in our walk and come to understand the Lord more, this book becomes much more valuable as time goes on. And I really love how David talks about the word here in Psalm 19, verses 7 through 11. The word of the Lord is perfect, restoring the heart. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are great, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. They are more desirable than gold. Yes, much more than pure gold. Sweeter also than honey and the drippings of honeycomb. Moreover, your servant is warned by them, and keeping there is great reward. A lot of your view on the word of God is predicated on your view of that God that inspired it. David does a masterful job as he describes the goodness and treasure that can be found in these pages or on your screen for a more modern audience. I find so much peace in knowing that the Lord gave me something that I can use in times of trouble and heartache, a place that I can go back to. Lastly, I want to look at Matthew 5, 18. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke of a letter shall pass from the law until all is com- accomplished. Now, you may be thinking, why this verse? What's he getting at? Or you could be one of the very highly intellectual people in here and know exactly what I'm going to say. The importance in what Jesus is saying in Matthew 5.18 is from a big picture lens. He says, heaven and earth won't pass away until all of the law is accomplished. Meaning this word of God is a final authority for us as believers. A lot of times with children, people will say as they're explaining the Bible to them, the Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. Uh, My grandfather would say that it's, would tell my mom that this was the dirtiest yet most beautiful book he had ever read. Both these statements are true, and yet it is so much more than that. God inspired his word for us to be able to learn, grow, become more than we are without it, and then backed it all up by saying, you know, this has to be completed before the end. So if you got questions, you can turn back to it in eternal view. So as we fight through life and we struggle and we strive, I'd ask, Are you using the thing that God gave you to help us? Let me pray for you. Dear God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the word that you inspired. I thank you that you give us a tool to use to understand you better. Lord, I ask you to bless this day and bless our time together. In your son's name I pray. Amen.